don't know. Good evening, Melrosians, the world over. I'm Tom Catalini. I'm Sam Hammer. I'm Tom Shampoo. And I'm Jen LeClaire. And this is Let's Talk Melrose, Melrose, a show where Melrosians are talking to Melrosians about Melrose. And what's with the sticker, Sam? I don't know. I voted. I made it. I feel <laughs> like I survived this, uh, this election day. The gauntlet yes. of the election day. Yes. What's well, yes. so daunting about it? I suspect... Um, daunting um but i didn't get to go at my kids school like uh, in olden times so right. i had to yes. like put it into my day and even though i work from home it did take a while to and then after you know and it's like cold it's rainy and like i really have to want to go in order to yes. go and then i gotta get in a car and then i gotta drive across town and i don't yeah. know if anybody went to vote at night but they yes. had like floodlights on did you see yeah. the lights yeah, yeah. <laughs> the lights yeah. were blinding, and it was anyway. I made it. It was fine, but it was uh, not as easy as it used to be. Yeah, I appreciate. Yeah, I, I agree. Same thing. I much appreciate the sort of neighborhood neighborhood voting. Almost every you're almost, a bunch of whiners. Um, you're a bunch almost of whiners. Everyone, it's, not that, well, it's not that big of a deal. If you were going to buy. If you were going to buy potato chips, you wouldn't be like, oh, my God, I had to get in the car and go to the store. I might not buy the potato chips. A lot, I mean. I might not buy the potato chips. It's important to point out that across town here is a two-minute drive. A three-minute drive. We also had to take take turns. Everyone has to drive. Everyone has to drive. We had to take turns because we couldn't both go at the same time. So, anyway. I'm going to do mail voting by mail as much as I can. That's fine. Your kids didn't have school today? They were in school. I voted tonight. Yeah. Um, oh, why didn't you vote during the day? Because I was working. Oh, I went during the day. So listen to this. I uh, somehow I went to the middle school and I went in the entrance on Melrose Street and I somehow still got it wrong and had to walk all the way around. <laughs> what? The gymnasium. All right, that's a, whole, a that's a whole different thing. I don't know. But I did love the new... Because I, went, I uh, went to the middle school instead of the middle school uh, gym. Gym oh, back. Gotcha. I love the new signs. I love the yeah. new... Yeah, those are real cool. Whoever that was, did that, kudos. Yeah. That was great for those of us who forget their glasses sometimes. I can actually see that. That's cool. Yeah. Hey, I uh, um, got yeah. some exciting news for you. So because it oh. is primary election night, we have Just a special tell. guest, Steve Cazella of the horse race and mass ink polling and a number of other ventures some ABR disclosed some not, fu- some not fully disclosed uh, <laughs> he's going to join us tonight as our special guest looking forward to that he has made 137 appearances on the opening of our show that's right. now, he's- <laughs> <laughs> now he's here live and in person that is a good data point he's coming yes. on board to tell us to cut his head out of the beginning of the show i don't want to be associated with <laughs> exactly well, we should, we, should, we should get right into it. 
Uh, we should uh, well, before before we get before we get right into the news though we should uh, extend a big uh, hola welcome to all of the high school uh, new uh, Spanish exchange students have arrived from Valencia so a whole oh, set nice. of students have arrived they do that every year so first uh, the students from Spain come and then in a couple more weeks the students from Germany are going to be here um, so that's always a lot of fun and it's a lot of fun in the fall because they love to go to the football games. And it's fun to it makes it's it's fun to watch the football games through um, the teenagers from another country's eyes because they just love it. They're like, oh my god, it's just like the movies, <laughs> you know. It's it's really also, cool. Uh, also, Jen, isn't um, in a lot of other countries, sports isn't necessarily associated with school either, right? Isn't that a right. little bit of a, a yeah? You're usually in a club, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're you you. It's usually out. It depends on the country, but yeah, you're usually yeah. outside of school, like through a club or something, through a community club. Yeah, exactly. Oh, was that just sports ball with John McClare? Yeah, sports ball. With John <laughs> I think it was. Um, <laughs> before we move on, how was everyone's weekend? Labor Day weekend. Everyone have a good weekend. Fantastic. Yeah. So uh, beautiful weather. Uh, live. We had some live music in the neighborhood yeah. uh, this weekend. I uh, got to hear Sam's beautiful voice and a number of other folks uh, singing around the neighborhood. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, we hadn't done that in a while. That was good. Yeah. I yeah. Missed what about Sorry, you, I was, you were, I was you were, out of the zip code in the western part of the state. It's like your weekend house now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's family. So we're going to visit family and hang out, spend some time, you know, enjoy. And it, was a, it was a nice, it was a nice last weekend of yeah. the summer, official weekend of the summer, I guess. We'll still have summery weekends, but yeah, feels like fall. We made soup today for the first time. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, right, we, are we ready for the go. news? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, well, our our first story is a uh, is a sad story. So we we would be remiss if we didn't point out that over the Labor Day weekend on Sunday night, I believe there was um, a fatal car crash late in the night on Linfels Parkway at about eleven thirty, and there was a forty one year old man from Randolph who died in that car crash. Um, and what I learned from Dakota's patch reporting also. Uh, so that's the second and residents were saying that's the second time in a month that that same spot had been hit. And so a couple people, I mean, it's horrible that people were injured and people died. Um, but I think some of the neighbors in that community also said, imagine the, the, the family that lives in that house. Yes. You know, they, they, I guess they have small children. So if you, you know, um, it starts to become a little terrifying if you think that something like this can be happening in front of your house all the time. So slow the hell down, people. Please. You yeah. got some traffic calming or something over there. Yeah, it's funny. It's been recently redesigned, right? There's bike lanes and there's painted lines and there's some mm. things, but really not enough. And on the other end of Linfels, we had a guest on the show, I think, talking about on the other end, you know, coming down the hill uh, mm -hmm. of the Felsley. Yeah. You know, towards kind of school, all, yeah, yeah, towards like yeah. ultimately towards like Grimsby's, but coming yeah from Malden that way, and they again some painted lines and things, and I know DCR had looked at some some things, but it's just not enough. And I remember maybe it wasn't on the show, maybe I went to one of the public meetings, and the woman who lives on that street was like, "I don't want to like walk my kids down there. There's no guardrails. There's no, so it's yeah. a little dicey out there. Yeah. The, the yeah. Linfels has some sections that are." Too even even yeah. just walking and feeling the cars going by you too quickly is a little bit unnerving as well. It's just it's not fun to be out there doing that. 
So I, yeah. I can see where that would be hard for. I mean, I'm driving through Melrose. You should go as slowly as possible. Soak Look it in. around. Soak it in. There's so much to take in. See right, the people. Exactly. The new bridge, the new railroad bridge. Stop at a parklet. Stop at a parklet, right? Exactly. Well, it is, it's it's a sad story. It really is not too bad. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. 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 Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens for that. But hopefully, hopefully, eventually something. Um, now, there, there, there's a brighter story, listened, and I'm wondering if Tom has done some investigative journalism and, and confirmed the, the rumors he was spreading on last week's show. <laughs> I've done some investigation, Tom. Thank you very much. I have learned nothing new. Ah. No, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 Paul, uh, Paul and Liz, Mayor Paul Broder and his lovely wife, Liz. Uh, there's a dog in the family, it looks like. So a dog named Wilbur. There were a couple of names being bandied about. I think Wilbur was the name that was first um, proposed, offered, proposed, and then it kind of stuck. So uh, Wilbur, the I believe the pig from Charlotte's Web. I'm not, call I'm not calling Paul's dog a pig. I'm just saying. The name comes from Charlotte's Web. <laughs> Is that where it comes from? It's not uh, Wilbur and, uh, and Orville, so. right? Or right? Yeah, no, <laughs> the I other. Think so. Is that the animal? Is that the? Is that the? We'll have to. Guy? We'll have if to I'm talk wrong, to his we'll, agent. Will error correction. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's nice. Dogs are great. So yeah, good for them. Yeah. Just don't don't walk him don't walk him on Linda. Thank you, Mr. Ed, as well. I thought so. It was like Mr. Ed. Ed, Mr. Ed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So there's a there's a bunch of stuff uh, coming up this weekend. This is one of uh, Melrose's favorite weekends, and there's a, there's a few things um, coming up. So the first oh let's wow add can I get to how about something even before the weekend gets here? Oh, yeah. Where are you going to be tomorrow night? Oh, I, I don't karaoke, know. At karaoke oh, on the first yes. floor of the Knights I'm of Columbus. Where am I going to be? Beaches right. barbecue serving uh, barbecue sandwiches. It's going to be tomorrow night. It's tomorrow it Wednesday, said, it Wednesday said night. It's a, it said it's a fundraiser. Who's it a fundraiser for? Uh, they, Knights of Columbus. It said it's a charity. It said it's yeah. a charity. So is it for themselves? <laughs> uh, no. I, I Usually there's like um, a, there's a food fund. There's a number of things they do. But look, when they put okay. on the concerts and things, there's like a, a food fund i think as one of oh, them don't quote me okay. on that for this i don't know right. we had mark i was just curious because it said charity and i couldn't figure out i was, I was just curious I, yeah I so they do a number of events that are charitable um and usually it's a it's a food related gotcha um, okay sorry Tom, cool yeah no i was just gonna say um oh, no. oh, i was gonna say we should we should take the show to a karaoke night oh, that we should boom karaoke together, sing the right? news karaoke 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 steve will be in i'm sure of it we're just going to announce when he comes on that that's what we're doing yeah, <laughs> and so I, guess, <laughs> I guess the guy who does this karaoke is legit right he's the guy from yes, Grisby's. From the Grisby's. one time i went yeah. i remember him uh, from the one time i went after we won the family feud thing. yes that <laughs> was I don't, it. Remember, I don't remember much of that <laughs> yeah yeah so that guy's uh legit karaoke MC, yeah. I guess. Cool. Real deal. All right. Oh, yeah. well, okay. So yes, that is that right. is what I'm doing Wednesday. Then I'll everybody come out Wednesday night. Yeah. Come on down. Yeah. Check out the karaoke yeah. Thursday night. And, yeah. Thursday night then, open mic. And then Thursday night open mic. And so then and then after once once you discover and realize that you have all this talent that this undiscovered talent that you didn't realize that you had in Melrose, then you should come on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. at MMTV to Pitch Perfect. That is an event that. 
um, a number of uh, organizations in Melrose collaborative, collaboratively are putting on together, Melrose Creative Alliance, the Cultural Council, Messina Fund, the Rotary, Melrose Coat Bank. And it's introducing people to funding opportunities in Melrose for various arts and creative projects. Um, there's, we're bringing on uh, Sarah Bruckner from Celebrity Series Boston is going to talk about budgeting and grant writing tips. It's going to be really good. And there's a couple dozen people signed up to talk about their ideas and ask questions of our panelists. So that's going to be a fun, fun, informal, helpful event. Um, so yeah, so come on down. There's a link to link. It's free, but there's a link to sign up just so we know how many people there are. How many people do you think pitching would you love to see there? Like so it's informal. Or? So there's a we have about a dozen people signed up, um, but it's informal. I don't expect everyone. We did this last year and not everyone was comfortable pitching. Some just went there to kind of ask some questions okay. or to. So there, there's a few people that have suggested that they actually want to like pitch their idea. It's a great opportunity um, to just kind of let people know what you're thinking about so that if you do submit an application, they know what they it's familiar and they know what you're talking about. There's no guarantees for for. For any of it, you know, if you pitch, yeah. it's, it's not guaranteed that you're going to get funded. There's no promises made on the right. spot, but um, but it helps people kind of just put together a better application. Or nice. if you're a first-time applicant, kind of ask some questions. So a couple of people will pitch, and then most people will just kind of ask some questions, and I, we'll have a dialogue. I, yeah, I have a suggestion. Yeah, Tom Catalini yeah. for hire. Tom Catalini for hire to be the pitch man. If you don't want yes. to pitch yourself, yeah, hire oh. Tom. To make your pitch for you. Yes, yes. that's a good idea. Everybody will get money. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. I like this. Okay, good. Excellent. I'll Excellent. sell it. Yeah. You, know, you will sell, sell it, it for sure, man. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, there's also there's two, uh, there's two. also the tasting, right? Before we get oh, into yes, the- the farm to table. Yeah, go ahead. Oh you do gosh. that one, Sam. No, oh, I totally yeah. forgot. What is that? Already... <laughs> that's Saturday night. night. Is that Saturday that's night? Saturday night. Saturday oh, night. Perfect. I remember this from the show, right? Pitch, yeah, I remember I was buying my tickets. Buying my tickets online. Saturday night, yes. Mm -hmm. Farmers market, farmers table. So check, check with the farmers market to see if they still have tickets. I know a lot of tickets were sold, but that's, that's going to be um, at uh, Mount Hood on Saturday night. So pitch yep. in the morning and then go um, tasty, Why? tasty Why? farm to table. And that's event. a great venue, and it's going to be yeah. a beautiful weekend. So it is a nice. Is, this is, it uh, is yeah. nice. Yeah, Are you guys coming? Up. Or yeah. Tom, are you? Or I know you're going. Tom's. Uh, uh, am I going? I have no idea. I have to speak to the wife and see what she thinks the plans are for the weekend. I think she bought tickets. So, oh, so okay. there's, uh, there's I think so she. Yeah. So many things going on. Yeah, we're undecided yeah. on it. There's so many different things, and we might go out and see our son at UMass Amherst, or cool. if that doesn't work out, we'll do some of these other things around town. Not not sure yet. Okay. What else on Sunday? If you're back in time on Sunday, it's Melrose's one of Melrose's most favorite events for yes, most people. I'm not doing this fair. Wrong. Just like the just like the Victorians used to set up ten by ten tents, <laughs> dirt, <laughs> and dirt roads for the horses to come by. And sell chunky swag. Who wants a bottle opener? Everybody want a bottle opener or a ruler, a twelve inch ruler. Uh, <laughs> well, I did. I, we, are, we do need to plug um, the big ticket raffle. So there's a raffle you should enter. Okay. Um, and mm -hmm. there's the link. Um, some of the big ticket items are things like um, Apple watches to jewelry, wow. and then a priceless prize is lunch with uh, the mayor. So nice. I think breakfast or lunch, I believe. Breakfast or lunch, yes. Breakfast I, I, would, I would up my bid if uh, if Wilbur's going to be there too. And you know what? He could probably make plans to bring Wilbur. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. Same. Um, but it's a good, it's oh, a good my, list. Miter Biter, $500 gift certificate. That's serious. Yeah, there's some good stuff. So yeah. we want to, oh, we want to show oh. the chamber. We want to show the chamber that uh, we can have the LTMM effect uh, again. So there were great donations for, to the farmer's market after last, mm -hmm. after the, the show where we talked about that. So um, let's keep our, our streak going. Well, how come that. we're not a, how come we're not a prize? Like coffee with the, uh, with the LTMM <laughs> crew. I don't know. We it's are a, chamber members. We yeah. should be. It should oh, be. I think, when, I think pick, that's expired. Pick the person you want to have breakfast. <laughs> pick the LDMM member you want to have breakfast with. And then, and the others will just show up anyway. Right, right. <laughs> still be there anyway. Exactly. They kind of roll together. Exactly. Like Sam and Jen, look at all the all the winners there. Um, you take that before, Fun. but before the Victorian Fair, um, there is a ceremony commemorating um, the anniversary of September 11th outside of City Hall at 9 a.m. So. Okay. All right, a lot going on this weekend. All right, busy so, weekend. but busy day today. So, we oh my gosh, yes, yes, the busiest. Right, so let's let's dance on. Guests, let's right? dance on our guest. You're all familiar. <laughs> Look who it is! Live from wow. the state house. Yes, <laughs> gazelle. No, no umbrella, wow. no coat, nothing. You got good. Are you on their Wi-Fi? Are you or how did you, you get a hotspot? Like, how's this work, Steve? Uh, I don't think they support internet at the, at the state house. Um, I think the dial-up only. Is I know for really fact there. That they, they try. They do. They do actually, and they're trying harder in recent years than they did before that. It used to be you'd go to a hearing and pretty much you were in a black hole until the hearing was over, and then you could come out and say what had happened. Oh my gosh! Um, wow. No, at the moment I'm in front of a virtual background because nobody needs to see the room behind me. I was going to say that's that's his dining room painted that way. Yeah, that's exactly. He, that's how he eats every night, you know. <laughs> yeah, the green screen, wallpaper. The that's his, his, his wallpaper. I want you to know I wear a blazer for you, Steve. <laughs> yeah. This is only enough Hush. for these guests. This is Hush. for you. This is for you. Welcome, Steve. Back. Good to have you on. Good to be back. Yeah. I so, um, just got a one of those little memories that pops up in your iPhone with the very original LTM yes. first wow. episode and brought back some all the feels. So good yeah. to be back. That was yeah. And I that was that also election-centric. And here we are. Primary yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah there was a debate election. fairly soon after that, or maybe even the first episode. So, what was what was your voting experience today? Oh no, you you uh, you voted early. You said I did. And I voted early. We, um, I was one of the rapidly growing share of people here yep. in Melrose, Massachusetts, and across the country that voted by mail. Yeah, um, yep. So I didn't have to wait in line. I honestly do. If election or if voting was still at the BB school, I'd vote at the BB school. Like I actually like the experience of like yeah. gather all the kids together. We all walked down there together. That whole thing. We did that every cycle until they moved it to the middle school. And then it's like drive there, yeah. park, find somewhere to park or not. You know, oh it's you're there by yourself. It's it's onerous. Not, it's un unbearably it's onerous. It's not onerous, but it's, <laughs> it's not fun. It's, it's like yeah, the, it's not the yeah. BB I thing agree. was fun. That was like yeah. a, and you you knew everybody you saw. No. And convenient, convenient, and, and convenient. we used to have so, bake sales, so, and it was yeah, a yeah, right. That's right yeah. too. Hey, so, so Steve, do you think either the uh, early voting or just in general, people more po more folks are going out to vote these days for primaries, especially? Like, do you think the turnout would be higher today? Or... Uh, the turnout, I don't know exactly what we're looking at now. The early projections for turnout by Secretary of State, of State Bill Galvin was about 850,000, 800 to 850 for the Democratic primary and just over 300 for the Republican primary, which 
adding that up would put us at, at just around 23% of all registered voters turning out today or in this cycle, obviously not right. just today. Um, just by way of comparison, 2018, that was, you know, within a couple points of that. It's been kind of between 17 and 25% for most of the cycles going back to 1990. Uh, back in 1990, you know, the Bill Weld and John Silver uh, primaries there, we had just an enormous explosion of turnout and had almost half of all voters turn out in the wow. primary. But um, this time around, it's looking like something a bit more conventional, unless it blows away expectations. You know, the votes aren't counted yet. So maybe yeah. it will look completely different. And how long does it take to count those ma uh, mail-in ballots and the early voting stuff? Uh, what's the window for that? Yeah, hard to say. I don't. I know that the there was some guidance sent out earlier today that was talking about you know when you could report your ballot or your your town's vote counts and encouraging that you know towns to do it in certain orders in order to you know not fuel conspiracy theories. But I'm not mm -hmm. actually sure whether or not there's going to be um, you know multiple days of wait. The one thing we do, the one thing I do know as far as waiting is that in super close elections, it turns out that the town of Barnstable, the polls there are still open and will be open until midnight because um, their ballots actually got inadvertently locked in their town safe. Um, they <laughs> oh opened for several hours after polls were supposed to open. Um, so that so their polls will be open until midnight. Uh, probably won't make a difference. Definitely for most elections, you know, the AP is already um, and several other outlets have already taken the bold step of calling the governor's primary for more mm -hmm. healing, for instance. Mm -hmm. um, but if there's ones where it's, you know, down to the last couple of votes, which has happened, you know, then we'll all be waiting on Barnstable. <laughs> so I, I saw this on the news about Barnstable and my, my goodness, Steve, what if you were having a turkey sandwich and you went in to check on something in the safe and the door shut behind you like they had the DPW, the fire department and locksmiths all day. They still don't have the thing open. They had to print oh, alternative. Right? Yeah. They, I didn't yeah, they realize still, that they never actually got it open. That's amazing. Yeah, uh, they were still working on it at the six o'clock news. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, they printed oh, uh, oh, alternative funny. ballots hmm. that have to be that can't be machine counted. They have to be counted by hand. And oh, so wow. the, the people who volunteer for the, you know, $35 stipend or whatever you get as a poll worker, they can't start, they can't start counting till midnight and then they have to count everything by hand. Oh, bummer. They're like, that's not what I signed up for. Oh, I hope it doesn't get that, get down to that. Cause you can just imagine the conspiracy theories that will fuel also. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, there was an interesting article today that Sam, uh, thank you, Sam, for forwarding it to all of us before we uh, got a chance to talk to you, Steve. But talking about maybe you can fill us in a little bit more talking about um, where is all the information for informed voting? Where's the communications, and the information to, to inform voters? There's like more enthusiasm in a nutshell. It said something like more enthusiasm, but less knowledge and less information. Yeah, definitely a, a major issue in this poll or in this uh, election cycle. We did a poll for um, Priorities for, for Progress, which is a group that, um, you know, focus on solving some of these issues and focus on good, good government and so forth and found this was back just maybe, let's see, it was done earlier on in August anyway. And there we found um, asking about the Secretary of State's race half said they don't have enough information to make up their mind. 71% said it for auditors, 60% for lieutenant governor. So majorities or near majorities in, in each case saying they just don't have enough information. And then you look at the actual candidates and you see in some cases 70 or 75% of 
likely voters, the people who are most likely to turn out, don't even know who the candidates are. So yeah. um, Diana I was wondering if that's some of the information that's missing. Like you might answer, like I don't have any information. Like yes. I don't know who's like, who's running. Off, <laughs> you know who's running. What do they do? What are the differences? Wow. Diana Dezaglio, seventy-five percent never heard of, or seventy-six percent. Um, you know the what it it does change sometimes. Sometimes you know the candidate who's had the most success in changing their arc as far as just nobody knowing who they are is Shannon Liss Reardon running for attorney general. And I'd bet that each and every person on this podcast has gotten so many web ads and mailers and Tons. CTV ads. She is in my Instagram every time I look at it. I'm, you know, it's incredible. Turn on yeah. Blue Blazer. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. she's, I, you know, she's used that just a staggering, you know, almost $10 million, maybe over $10 million by the time all is said and done for own money to yeah. blanket the airwaves, you know, it's pack your mailbox, your inboxes. And what is she running for? Instagram feeds. What's that? What is she running for? Attorney, Gen <laughs> Attorney yeah. General. And why would yeah. you spend $10 million of your money to become Attorney General in Massachusetts? You know, you put that in a, you know, a, an index fund, right? <laughs> I mean, you can, you can spin off a nice living from that, Steve. Like, why would somebody spend $10 million to become the attorney general, do you think? I mean, as somebody with many times that amount, I can easily imagine doing that just on for sort of a flight of fancy. Like, I myself would probably go for something more like treasurer. <laughs> In all seriousness, I, I don't, you know, there's... She has the money. She wants to be attorney general, and certainly has a you know a legal background that uh, that you know lots of people seem to feel is suited to the job. So we'll see. We'll see where it ends up. <laughs> yes, I remember one of her first interviews was when she was running uh, two years ago, uh, mm -hmm. and we had her on. You, we, we, we <laughs> were on uh, the horse race. We were at Suffolk Downs at That's the right. last. Yeah. Oh god. Last race. race. Live. Yeah. You what? Know, what? What what do you think is the the difference um, in terms of getting uh, people access to information? What do you think is the the difference over the last few years? Is it change of behavior and how we read the news and access information? Is it people aren't printing stuff anymore? Is it COVID post COVID new world? What like what's what do you think is going on? Yeah, I mean the thing that perhaps it's cold comfort, but that when I look back at our polling from 2014 and 2018, it hasn't really gotten worse. It just has oh, like down ballot offices often haven't gotten as much attention. So, okay. you know, we're, we think back to 2014 and it's like the blockbuster, you know, Charlie Baker and Martha Coakley election. But then if you, we asked a question in mid October, what office do you think the two lieutenant governor candidates are running for? And then we named the candidates and only like a third of people knew. And this was in October, you know, weeks before the general election. And, um, you know, Karen, uh, Karen Polito, you know, and the Democratic nominee, only a third of people knew who, uh, you know, what office they were even running for at that point. You know, when we look at some results from 2014 and we kind of see a similar thing where, um, you know, in that one, even major party nominees like Jay Gonzalez, you know, not a lot of people knew who he was or a lot of people didn't know who he was. So not necessarily a new problem, but definitely depressing. I got up this morning and I went to the uh, I did a little Googling and ended up at the state's website where you can put in your address and zip code and it tells you where to vote and all that. But it also mm -hmm. gives you 
just a, a simple picture of the ballot, which is all I wanted. And I'm unenrolled, and so my first decision is do I, do I mm-hmm. vote in the Democratic primary or the Republican primary? So, but just to get the basic information, like it's hard to get information that's just basic stuff without, yeah. you know, and I avoid all the ad maybe because i'm unenrolled i haven't seen as many ads as you know uh, if if they're fighting out like a democratic primary or something like that but also you know lifestyle wise you're watching or for me if i if i'm tuned into media it's like netflix or like intentionally things that are like commercial free so it's it's different than the old days and if it comes on tv i uh you know you do the dvr thing or you ignore it or it's just like like I have no interest in watching right. anybody's ad. And then these people are texting me now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Definitely. And I just have to block all of those. And it's, I, I don't know. Um, but anyway, I, I think if it was easier to get just basic information to start with. So like, like I know here's what the ballot looks like. And then if I could kind of get some, you know, go from there, it's better. Cause like, even when I did that this morning, I was like, Oh no, there's going to be ballot questions, which aren't on the primary. Of course, it's not till the, right. till November, but it's like, Oh, I got to think about this. There's a few questions on here and those are yeah. always kind of complicated. And mm-hmm. sometimes they're worded funny. Yeah. And so like, I just want to at least have a chance to see the basics before I go to the poll to, to figure out how much research I might want to do. And you see that show up in the general election too, and particularly municipal ones. I mean, my short <laughs> shortcut there is I text our good friend Sam Hammer and say, Sam, I don't even know what this office is, <laughs> like what the responsibilities <laughs> for it are. So please tell me who the candidates are and who you're supporting. And, um, and why Sam does Sam does a very good job of explaining why too, doesn't just because we give well, <laughs> but also within my purview of like I would like to work for this person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if I were to ever be hired by the, who would I want to work for? Wait a minute, wait a minute. That's it, I, it's who I want working for me. That not not in tw- not, not in year, Sam's Tom. case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not this cycle. But you, you think about it in the sense of like we all pay reasonably close attention to the news and so forth and are more engaged in politics than a lot of people are. And still, when you get to the offices, particularly for local stuff, it's like, mm-hmm. what kind of regional board am I voting on? And like, what are their responsibilities? Yeah. You know, not not so much for statewide offices, but the stuff that's like way down the ballot. Right. You know, how do you do that? And the answer for me is ask somebody who knows. So thank you, Sam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. More, more often than not, those way down ballot uh, uh, seats are because nobody knows about them or what the job function is. Yeah. They often are uncontested. You're just like, okay, yeah. this person wants to do this. All right, sounds good. I don't yeah, even we, know what this yeah. is, right? And we have a lot of those. Or there's yeah. like a yeah. there's a local multi-community board for like the Vogue Tech High School, right? <clears throat> Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've had uh, some folks on the show and we've talked about things like that here that are just like I've learned about from kind of researching for the show. They had they had a funding vote related to that that went through all the towns or like who's on these boards. That's why I like to just see the ballot in advance. Yeah. Yes. The, the basic information, the ads are not helpful. Yeah. To right. Me. Right. I've written each and every one of you in for various things also. Yeah. <laughs> the past Great. So, you're welcome. For I've, that. I've, I've done that too. <laughs> Not myself. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It's a yeah. good day. Yeah. Was... Um, and I'm super excited to see how it turns out because I think, yeah. um, you know, 
it, it paves the way. I, there were so, you know, there are so many uh, great options on the Democratic ticket that any any combination is really going to propel us forward. So I'm I'm excited about whatever turns out tonight. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. There wasn't there wasn't I don't think there was anywhere I feel like I could turn that I wasn't wouldn't be happy with. But I definitely had some preferences. But yeah, yeah. So cool, awesome. Well, we'll uh, we'll keep it locked to where what page where were you looking, Steve? WBUR, you said. Well, I think yeah. WBUR just eyeballing it right now. It looks like you know so far close in the gubernatorial race on the GOP side. Um, mm -hmm. It's hard to tell just not knowing where these votes came from, um, but that's one I keep a close eye on. Attorney General also is one to to keep a close eye on just because of the surge that we sort of talked about. Looks like the AP is called the Secretary of State's race for incumbent Bill Galvin. Um, he's ahead by 45 points at the moment, so that makes some sense. Um, and then also keep an eye on on Auditor, because that's another one where there were just so many undecideds and so many people mm. who didn't know who the candidates were. It can go go any which way, I'd say. Mm. Awesome. awesome. That's exciting. How's right. it, how does it feel to be back on the show? Do, have you been practicing your dance moves? Uh, you, remember, you remember that's how we roll out here? No, and I'm actually in contact with your legal department about my image <laughs> charging royalties. <laughs> right. Oh, you signed you signed a release uh, way back in the day. We have copies oh, of that down in the. It's me. actually in our. It's in the safe. I show it to you. I can't, I can't open the door. <laughs> hey, um, locked in there with Tom's sandwich. <laughs> not to, not to uh, state the obvious, but wasn't Tom Shampoo on the show yeah. a little while ago? Like what, what happened? He did not. He did not agree with the analysis, the political analysis. Right. He left. He was very offended that nobody uh, bullet voted for him in an uncontested right. race. Um, he got kicked off the internet, which is weird. Oh but he did have. He's not. He's not even at the state house. No. He did. I was trying to get get a screenshot of his handsome frozen face because I didn't yeah. even realize he. Was I didn't frozen. realize for a while that he was frozen. I thought he was just looking at his phone. So yeah, it was good. You would definitely know it if I was frozen. I'd be like. <laughs> so, what, yeah, um, what, what do you think about next steve as we look to you know november and uh, the dynamics so the results here will be in and whatever but like there are different dynamics of um like the the ballot questions come on and i don't know mm -hmm. if there are other new things to vote on in november and so when you look ahead to that in the in the larger context for the like state of massachusetts um, how's that looking yeah, I mean, the thing that that is probably going to happen is that almost none or none of the statewide offices will be very competitive, you know, that the Democrat, the Democratic candidates are expected to win fairly comfortably for at least most of them. You know, there's a couple that may draw some interest at um, one. One would be, you know, Anthony Amore for auditor is one that potentially gain you know, gain some attention to somebody who might might have a chance. And, um, you know, there's a, if Chris Doty does manage to win the Republican primary, then he'd certainly have a better shot than Jeff Deal. Um, you know, he's the more moderate of the two candidates. And Jeff Deal, of course, is the former chair of the Trump campaign here in Massachusetts. So he would really struggle, you know, to to kind of grow beyond the Democratic or the Republican primary electorate. Um, but the really interesting one for the fall is the fair share amendment. You know, it's the ballot, it's the big ballot question, which would add a 4% surtax to incomes over a million dollars. Um, and that one's interesting because, 
you know, it's something that's been tried before in the sense of adding some sort of progressive element to the tax code. Um, and because it, the polls have shown a bit of tightening, you know, it was winning with 70% or so support, you know, for a long time, for years, really, because this, the effort to pass fair share has gone back years now. Um, but now we're seeing it more like, you know, 56, 57% support oh. or so. Um, and that's not necessarily unexpected, you know, ballot questions start high because the people who support it are the and put it up put it out there you know it's a think it's a good idea and they're the only ones talking at the beginning and then the no side kind of gets themselves together and starts campaigning and running ads and trying to poke holes in it so you know then the no the no side starts to grow um, I see. you know and then you kind of expect at the end you know oftentimes the yes side of any ballot question is kind of holding on by their fingernails by the end just hoping that they're one vote over 50 percent mm -hmm because the people who are undecided at the end, the tendency is, right. I don't really know what this does. I just kind of want to- Better not, yeah. Right. I just want to keep it the same because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. no keeps right. the status quo. So right. that's one right. that, I, that you know, now once this is over, I think there'll be a lot of interest in. Yeah, yeah. What about, um, because you've talked about the our state house being, you know, not refreshed so regularly. So like, what about the state reps and state senators? And because I think you follow that stuff closely, right? And well, it is one of those things. Weirdly, like in Massachusetts, once you get in, you you're tend to stay in for a long yeah. time if you if you want to, right? So does that look to be speaking uh, of write-ins? <laughs> yeah, does that does that look to be continuing to be stable and along that? Or do you see any any upsets happening there? There may be individual upsets, but as a whole, you know, the trend of a lot of stability and a lot of super long tenures is still in place. You know, it's still the case that most of the time you don't face either a primary or a general election opponent once you're in. And if you do, it's probably just your first re-election um, and, then, and then nothing, you know. So we're going to see, again, a huge number of incumbents re-elected and, um, you know, a lot of the same faces that we've, that we've had up there for years. Now, the other thing that happens is that um, something like a quarter or a third of of reps and senators when they come in come in in special elections where it's very fast you know yeah. and, and it tends to go to somebody who already either has money or is somebody's chief of staff or has the connections already so you know it's not only an insider's game to stay in it's also in many cases an insider's game to even get in mm -hmm. yeah well we saw that here in melrose i mean yeah. that, that happened here too and it's, you know they're smart you know you can't fault anybody for playing playing the game smartly so um, but yeah so i think that might be one of the things i might guess that contributes to why massachusetts tends to uh go for a republican governor right with the state house sort of so settled that way and heavily democratic and a little bit uh, kind of baked in that way uh so if maura healy wins this is the first time we would have a democratic governor since when well devolve patrick no yeah. right yeah right before yeah he, he broke oh, up okay. he kind of broke up ago. the really long trend of republican governors you know it was yeah before that you have to go you know back decades you know all the way to dukakis to find a you know democratic governor and uh devolve patrick kind of broke that trend um but you know Deval Patrick and the legislature didn't always see eye to eye on things. And that kind of kept a lot of, um, you know, kept a lot of things that Democrats might have wanted to, ha to happen from happening. So it will be interesting when someone who appears on the surface to share the, share the Democratic legislature's 
ideas and values gets in there, you know, what happens? Um, is there sort of a, a race to the left or is it like one side takes the lead or do people start poking holes in, you know, more Healy's agenda because the state house doesn't like anybody of either party telling them how to do things, you know, that's, we'll see, you know, nobody knows. I think one thing that'll be interesting if, um, if or when more Healy gets elected is there's also sometimes like a vacuum that happens and people get sucked from their um, their legislative seat to go work in her administration. So, yeah. Tom, get ready just in case. Oh, that would be the special get ready election. To that's my chance. That's my chance yeah. to get in. Get yeah. ready to reluctantly serve. Exactly. Yeah, you want that parking spot. I mean, it's that's right. great. <laughs> then there's all the dominoes that happen, and yeah. you know, there's right. further down the ballot special elections, and you know, it's permanent employment for political Massachusetts podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, I I can't wait for the day that you decide to put your your um, name in the hat. Is that what it's called? I was like the name in the hat ring. In the ring. Hat in the ring. Your keys in the bowl. Because I think you know you've been you've been studying this so long that you make a phenomenal decision maker at the end of the day. So mm -hmm. thank you, Sam. When you're ready to, to move nice. on, you just holler down the hill. <laughs> well it is fascinating because uh you learn so much through your work in polling you really do have a finger on the pulse that is kind of amazing so by the way we should plug the horse race right so if you you want to go deeper into any of this stuff any political topics you dial into that podcast and uh it's it, so it's, it's very um uh, very, uh, I don't know what the word is. It's very like sort of uh, in, in, inside track, but very approachable. So like I'll listen mm -hmm. to the, the, the horse race if I want to know about something that's going on. And it's, uh, it's not, not off-putting because it's sort of super insider, but you're getting like good information real quick. And a lot of the stuff you talk about there and elsewhere, it's just interesting to like the, the polling really is a, a, a pretty strong finger on the pulse versus like me learning about this ballot question today and just kind of wondering in my head, like, I don't know if that's a good idea or a bad idea, which mm -hmm. probably leads to what you said. Like you, you start to kind of default no when you're less informed. So if you want to get informed about that and other things, dial into the horse race available yeah. wherever podcasts are <laughs> available. I endorse. <laughs> so, all right. Anything else we should be paying attention to that we forgot yeah. um I, I mean that's all i got well i'm gonna <laughs> give you one more thing if you have it okay. so uh, cloud nine is closed now in our neck of the woods for ice cream <laughs> but the giffords ice cream window over at uh at the new mexican place thumbs up really oh and santa fe burrito santa fe burrito thank you uh yeah giffords ice cream is made in maine so it's a different thing to get down here it's very good okay. highly recommend walk up to the window they have Ooh, toppings so. and things is it like a full uh, i don't do toppings so okay. i don't know okay yeah well, I don't we'll have to right, go we'll, we'll have to go scoop it out it's been open all summer right i just kind of forgot about it i know i forgot about it but i started going and it's very good and i guess that would be my only critique is not only do i not like toppings i don't like that all these things have to have all kinds of stuff inside the ice cream just good old-fashioned you know ice cream mm -hmm. is all i need mm -hmm. okay, okay. But anyway, you're a you're a nuanced man. Yeah. <laughs> as know. you keep as you keep reminding me. <laughs> yes. Anyway, that's my tip for those of us. Okay. This, this next Perfect. Week. Thank you. Thank awesome. You.
Steve, right, thank cool. you for coming on. Thank it was you. a pleasure. Thank yeah. You. See you. Thanks for, for being our go-to. Mm -hmm. I'm going away before I can be taped dancing. So ah, <laughs> no way. No way. All right. All right we'll play the music. Right. See, we'll you see you around town. town. <laughs> 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 it's all right. Does this song have the picture? <laughs>